0: Welcome to Q and Trey and Jordan. Hello. Look at you over here. How Finally. long has it been?
1: I don't a long time. I don't know. But
0: what would your guess be? Because I just looked it up. I have oh, proof. I have data.
1: Oh man, um, nine months.
0: Um, that's a weird number to use. Nine months. Okay, nine months. Why month. is that weird? <laughs> I just always think of pregnancy with nine months. Okay. What's okay? Wow. Yeah.
1: You said you looked it up. What is it?
0: May 28th, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. 4th. <laughs> How did you do I that?
1: Am amazing.
0: That is crazy. <laughs> What's up, good news, Tyler? Good to see you, man. We're just hanging out tonight. That's crazy.
1: That's funny. I literally just threw out a number. I know it had been a long time, but I was like, it, not a full year. But it's close to that. So that's why I just so went nine months.
0: You've had three babies. So I feel like you have a very firm grasp of what, what nine, nine months, months feels is. like. That's
1: probably true.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So I won't upload. Are you struggling? My Wi Fi is not working. I
1: haven't gotten it to go yet.
0: Yeah. So I just turned off the Wi Fi. Well, I told Jordan, she's like, yeah, let's let's go live tonight. I said, like, that's amazing. Let's do that. And by the way, I got to talk l- loud.
1: I know. I, I struggle with that. I'm sorry.
0: So Jordan actually is going to have her own channel.
1: Yeah, I, it's for Cultivate. So not like technically my personal channel.
0: What are some of your plans with it?
1: Um, I Yeah, so I want to, I've had a podcast. And so typically with the podcast, I would, it was me and Shelby. And um, we would just kind of talk about um, different books of the Bible, or different um, just things about women in ministry, friendship, like all across the board. If I felt like, um, and Shelby's kind of uh, stepped into her calling, and she is leading our youth group that just launched. And so,
0: and she's doing incredible.
1: Literally, she's doing so good, and we're so proud of her. And I am definitely sad, like that she had to take a step back from Cultivate, but I am like fully supportive, and I like I'm so excited for her. Um, so now I'm kind of taking it over completely, and I'm trying to figure out like what that looks like. Um, so Trey talked me into doing, cause I wanted to like kick back up our podcast. Cause it like, we haven't posted it in a Let while. Let
0: me just say this. It does so good. Like it does so much better than my podcast. And like I upload every week. She still beats me. Well, her and Shelby at this point still beat me. Even though I upload weekly, you haven't uploaded in what?
1: Oh, it's been a couple months.
0: Uh, I I was gonna say you would have the exact number because you're really good at that. Apparently,
1: no. Yeah. So he talked me into doing um, a YouTube channel, so like to go live and do it in video form, but then also just upload it to my podcast. So that's the plan, and um, I plan on I've kind of broke it up into three segments. How like an episode will be.
0: You want me to run the intro?
1: sure it's really cool
0: here we go so uh as you know man there's so many buttons when there's multiple guests um here's my Q and tray intro <laughs> so this is jordan's now i think it rocks are you pumped about I it i am all right here we go you're gonna you're gonna go live on mondays
1: i'm gonna try hopefully this monday here it is so cool. Do you like it? Yeah, I, I'm i seeing it late. So Delayed? It's very hard for me <laughs> because I can't see it live. Um, okay, so
0: uh, Chris, good to see you, my friend. So he just said, I am in the process of figuring out what content I should make on my channel. I have in mind, uh, what I have in mind is art at the same time spreading the word of God. It is so hard to figure out what you want to do, how you want to do it. So, do you feel that pressure right now, Jordan, of, like, how do I run this YouTube channel? Or do you feel like because you're so experienced with the podcast at this point, it's just going to roll right into that?
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm not nearly as nervous as I was when I started the podcast. Um, and I know it's different, like, video is different than, like, just voice recording of, a podcast itself, but... Um, but I feel like I have put myself in front of a camera. Well, you have put me in front of a camera. And then I put myself in front of a camera via social media. And I've gotten so comfortable with that that I feel like I'm not that nervous about it. And it was just something that I'd been praying through and I was like, okay, like I this is what the Lord has called me to. So Lord, like give me direction, point me in which way you want this to go. Um and it was just like, I don't know, I just it was very clear to me, like the structure and like mm-hmm. the layout. And so um, our women's ministry is called Cultivate. And so um, I I have like three segments within one episode. So I s- want to start it out with Cultivate Joy. So I'm just going to share like something that I'm loving that week. So So whatever, are you
0: going to like bullet point this? I think this is good stuff. So like typically for me, when I'm going live, I like, have little to out? no material before I jump in.
1: I didn't plan on it. Really? I guess we'll see how the first one goes. Well, <laughs> right. Kate, when we launched our podcast, we literally wrote out what we wanted to say, and then we emailed it to each other and compared notes. Right. And then, like, by a week or two in, we were like, forget this. Like, let's just off the cuff. And I think we've been doing it for, like, two years, so it's just comfortable. So I, I don't know. I didn't plan on having, like, a structure. I mean, like, I was going to write out, like, what's my thing? Like, what what am I sharing?
0: Well, cause you're not, it you're going to be like, cultivate joy. joy. What is, uh, and then you're, so you're going to do something.
1: Right. I'm going to know what, I, like, so, okay. So cultivate joy. I'm going to share something that I'm loving that week, whether it's my mascara or my cup that I carry around with me everywhere or like whatever it is, it's just like a random thing. Um, and then cultivate growth. Uh, so I'm going to share a resource that's been helping me in my quiet time or my Bible study. Um, and then cultivate truth. Um, and that's going to be like, this is where I'm going to share like a mini devotional, of like something the Lord is teaching me or, a, an encouragement for moms through motherhood or whatever that is. So, I mean, I'm going to know, like, I guess technically bullet points. I'm going to know what I'm going to say for each of those, bullet points but I'm are not, so helpful. but I'm not going to like, um, I'm not going to like detail, write it out verbatim of what I want to say.
0: Gotcha. Right. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But I actually do that with sermons. I write out everything. Like I write thought for thought. Right. Um, but like pretty well, you know, it's not a manuscript though.
1: I mean, when I gave that message at the conference, I wrote out like word for word what I wanted to say, like literally manuscript style. Right. But that I felt like was different than a video.
0: Or I'm interested. Those who are watching and those who speak at all, do you bullet point? Do you, I have a friend, he literally like, uh, he mind maps. Have you ever heard of mind mapping? Yes. I don't even know how they do it. They're but like
1: he, bubbles, right? And then they like, I think, right? Well,
0: some of them, they like literally make a like imagery of like in I do not I don't, I don't get it. You like, a, uh, there's like catch words, like all the like little simple, I don't know. Mind mapping is crazy, but like literally I have pastor friends who go up with zero notes. Can you imagine me going up with zero notes?
1: No. I the mean, only way I can pull that off, a ton, but you still follow it.
0: Okay, I'm confused. Did you see that? What? Can't stay long, Pastor Chris. Who's Pastor Chris? Well, is that me? The only oh, there's a Chris Roop Chris Roop, Roop.
1: is he a pastor?
0: Uh, maybe. But uh, can't stay long, but you make solid content. I'm a youth pastor. So I don't know if it auto-corrected or, Chris, you're killing the game, and he's just <laughs> telling you that through my channel. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, do I need any expensive equipment? Am I okay with using video apps on my phone? Uh, I would not have anything hold you back. So just run with what you got and then you grow into it. But I'm all about, I have like the Adobe whole suite product. You outline manuscript would distract me. There's something to that too. Yeah, I can't do a full manuscript.
1: Right. I mean, i the only reason I did it was because it was my first time speaking in front of a crowd.
0: Jason said he's got to write it out.
1: It did autocorrect.
0: Nathan said it (laughs) autocorrected. I like your name, Nathan. It's my grandfather's name. He's my hero. So we always talked about if we had two boys, first one was going to be William because I'm an egotistical maniac and I'd have to have a fourth, but then it would be Nathan. So shout out to you. It's funny how it autocorrected, Chris. I appreciate your compliments. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, No matter how many or a few notes, I will always rabbit hole. Yeah. Do you think I do think I've gotten better at that? Rabbit holing? Yeah. Like, you know, like chasing a rabbit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched you chase a rabbit recently.
0: I feel like I've gotten better. You know what it was like? I used to compensate because I knew I was so young. I just was like the only re- the only way people would listen to me is I'm just super energetic, right? And I guess just that's like, true. Brah! Yeah, so I would just do the whole like I would just go everywhere, and I thought it was you know I thought people liked that. Yeah. Was like, oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you were that bad though, but I mean,
0: there was times. My first sermon ever, not my first sermon ever, because you were at my I first sermon. I was at your first ever. sermon ever. Not many people were that we know. I was a big service the yeah. chinese church but um the first uh i preach at with like i think like the second or third sermon ever remember it was with all those other preachers is at that pastor's conference you don't remember that was i there yeah it was at the Pinal county something 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 well anyways we won't say his name actually i can say his first name david Told me he's like, did you have to pee that whole time? Because you were just so oh, frantic. Remember that? I do remember
1: that. that. Yes.
0: That destroyed me. Right. Friends, I was sixteen. Yeah. I had passion, and they just oh, it was bad.
1: Yeah, I mean oh. you've grown a lot. You've you have you have you random ticks that you'll do like from the stage.
0: Go ahead and name them right now.
1: Uh, so he used to keep his phone in his front pocket, and he would like. He would grab his like pants to like push his recent, phone right? up.
0: This was no, recent, right? This was no, this was high school. Oh, like, okay. Like gathering. Oh, okay.
1: He, you would like scoot your phone up without like sticking your hand in your pocket and pulling it up. Does that make sense to anyone? Like it, from the outside, he would scoot your phone up. Yeah, sense.
0: I would and just fiddle would and then down. push it back down and then you would push it up again and slowly go, it back go down. up and push it back down. Yes,
1: like <laughs> you would do that over and over through your whole message.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, Bog- uh Pastor Bogdan, it's uh, good to glad to have you here. Um, I've seen you post your notes. I love when pastors post, like, their preview. And I think my notes pretty much align to yours. It's, like, a lot of the main points, and it's it looks like a lot. Like, you can probably read my sermon notes and get the whole thing. It's not random stuff. Tim Keller put on Twitter the other day, it looks like alien writing. It was literally one page long, single-spaced, no spaces.
1: Between his words?
0: Between his words, and the words were short-phrased. Oh, God! It was crazy. And then there was, like circle things in here here let me see if i can find it it was the craziest thing i
1: don't think i could function
0: here let me see if you could see it it was amazing okay today's sermon on one page i okay yes yes okay let's see if this will work all right look at that jordan i can't i know you're gonna see it in like 15 (laughs) seconds do you see that no Friends who are already seeing it. Well, I guess they can't see it yet either.
1: No, they can't. Well, they can't no.
0: by the time they hear you saying you can't. <laughs> are you live live? Is it, ma- is it making sure? Yes. Look at that. This is such a delay. It's not going to work well. Well, as you're waiting for that.
1: Oh, oh my goodness. Isn't that
0: crazy?
1: I know. I Isn't that not. insane? How can you even function? Look at this, my brain. Look at this. No,
0: but he's like the best preacher ever. Not, re- but he's up there.
1: Oh my goodness! Look at this, that. That is,
0: guys, crazy. Zooming in. Look at this. Like, if there's ever people who are stupid and c- say Illuminati, it might be this. Crazy. Look, strange, strange, strong traditional moral convictions. That's what I just read. It is S T R G T R. AD, dude, that's what crazy. In the world? Oh. How in the world? It's amazing. Tim wow. Keller, like, man, I had so much respect in him before. After seeing that, it's like, bro, you were the man. Oh, my God. There's some really nice uh, comments. I uh, appreciate the compliment. My grandpa was a pastor, spoke extremely firm and passionate about it. Trey reminds me of him. I miss him. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Nathan, what's up, man? Hello, Trey and Jordan. How are you doing today? How are you doing, darling?
1: I'm good. I better, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, better? What do you mean?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've had a headache the last two days. So yeah, yeah. I'm feeling better now.
0: Better be careful though. You can't I know. say you're sick. That's with why. I, that's why says. I laughed,
1: and you made me expand. So uh, now here we are. Yeah, so
0: yeah. Okay. So Chris also said, uh, what inspired you to do YouTube and make content like you do? Also, Jordan, how will you produce your videos or podcasts if you miss a day? What would you do to make up that day? Okay. So I will answer the first question. What inspired me to do it? Casey Neistat vlogs. I never watched YouTube ever growing up. Like I say, growing up, YouTube didn't exist. Yeah, it wasn't a growing thing. up. Mm-mm. But when it did come out, I was in college. That's when it got like really famous, wouldn't you say? YouTube yeah. a little bit in high school, like senior year, junior.
1: Yeah, I don't mean I still did, but not. it was like
0: just cat video stuff. And then I watched Kat- Casey Neistat, and I was like, which by the way, she wants a cat.
1: I do.
0: Yeah. So then Casey and I stat made vlogs, and then one month later I started making them. So that was November of 2016, and I've made videos pretty much ever since, at least once a week, ex- except on like those 21-day fasts that I take, um, but I typically post. I think on average, when you look at it, I've done like uh, three days a week, wouldn't you say, Jordan?
1: Yeah, so I think so. So
0: I liked it because I think it's a great way to storytell. I think... Um, I love preaching. I love just communicating truth, but I also feel like storytelling, vlogging is another way to kind of show. Um, you know, you have like in in uh, with Paul writing to Timothy, and he talks about how to keep a close eye on your life and your doctrine. And I think vlogging is a great way to show people your life, and uh, it's also pretty uh, selfish. I just want to be able to have document of my kids growing up, so that's why it was documentary. It's a documentary, a documentary of my life. And it makes me so happy when I hear that people mispronounce documentary now. (laughs) I know. Okay, so your question, this is what I'm passionate about. What inspired... Okay, how will you produce your videos? So how often?
1: So projected once a week on Mondays. Um, And then for what... uh, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? So
0: you want to do once a week. So I guess I can explain to you the I can explain the back end. Yeah. So it's this whole system I have. I have an a10 Mini Pro. Links should be in the description. We have these two cameras. So I'm setting it up right now to where it's us, you know, back and forth. But ultimately, if you're having my channel at all when I go live, it's a front angle of me and then a side angle of me. So she will have that. It's just this little A a10 Mini. You go between cameras. She has this little thing called a stream deck that can do things like, hey, guys. Like this video, like it now. Hey guys, subscribe. Hey guys, so all this stuff she's got, um, and you're gonna just have those three topics mm-hmm. cultivate joy, joy cultivate growth, growth, cultivate truth, sure. and do it on Mondays, approximately what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes long? Oh, we'll see.
1: Probably more like 10 to 15. Oh, right on. Oh, we'll and go see. Live? I yeah. mean, I don't know. I always underestimate how much I can talk. I don't. Right. I don't think I can talk as long as I actually can.
0: Yeah, but what's funny is like when you first preach, it's actually the opposite. You think you can go longer, but it's a lot shorter. Yeah. So I but don't have like a time set
1: on it. Like one week, maybe ten minutes. Cool. The next week, maybe 30 just however to get kinda, it out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. I think uh, you're and if grow I miss, especially week. when you get a community together and start answering comments like we're doing right now. Right. Exactly. And more people are live right now with me than normal. So I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, um
1: if um, i miss a day i just grace yeah i just move on to the next week
0: grace grace okay so nathan asked what's your favorite verse in the bible mm. what would you say yours is
1: uh i've always said it was um psalm 63 3 mm. um i just really like that verse and um but what's been? Can really you say fun, what it is? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. You're like I, stalling. We're word.
0: <laughs> because your love is better than yes, life. My, my lips will glorify yeah. you. Jesus yep. is better. It's so on brand. It should be my favorite verse.
1: Should be, but um, no. But I just um, I don't know. I like I like a lot, uh, the whole Bible, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, my. Go-to answer my whole life was First Corinthians ten thirty-one: Whether you eat, drink, yeah. whatever you do, all the glory of God. Or Isaiah forty-one ten: Do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you, help you. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Right now, today, John fifteen eleven's <laughs> been in my life, um, which is like that. My joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. And I love that idea that abiding in His love leads to not only joy but the Jesus's joy. And I just I love that. I need that. John twelve. 22 through 24, talking about the seed having to die in order to get new life, resurrection, and recognizing my need to die to self. So there's a lot of verses that are working in my life right now. Um, and then all of First Timothy, because that's what I'm preaching through, and it's been really helpful. Uh, if you could study, preach, read, etc., out of one book of the Bible, this is Reed's question, uh, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man, that's such a good question. And I would hate that, too, at the same time. You know, I feel like that would be so limiting, um, you know, the typical person would say Romans. I probably win it, uh, maybe because the typical person would say it. There's a lot of theology there, but I just I love the Gospels, so I'd have to pick one of the Gospels. Which do you think of the Gospels? I, I would like pick most? John.
1: That's probably because I'm going through a study in John right now, mm. and I'm loving it. Like it's so good. Like I'm just realizing there was so much more behind the miracles mm. that I'm in you John just right now too. Miss when I've been in just, tears like, because of John. Read over it, like the the his first miracle about like the the whole process of him turning like the water into wine. Yeah, like
0: grape juice. I'm totally kidding. No, it's a joke. It's a Baptist joke. Keep going.
1: <laughs> no, but like <laughs> the 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 containers that he used, that he had them fill with water, were used for like cleansing. They're used for like like a ritual of like cleansing your outward like washing yourself, and so it was just, like, it's so cool. He used that as what he performed his miracle in because he came to cleanse not just the outside of us but the inside of us. Mm. Like he, you know, I don't know. It's just there's so much more to the miracles that you just wouldn't, unless you study and, like, understand the the times, uh, if you just gloss over it, you don't.
0: Something that stuck out to me this morning in John, and then I'll answer that question is, uh, I think it's John 6. But, or John 5, but Jesus went to the man who was lame, couldn't walk, mm-hmm. and he said, do you want to be made well? And it's pretty interesting because people don't want to be made well. Right. Not, you know, like, I mean, some people, yeah. You know, some people, they're willing to be stuck in their misery and their sin. And then uh, it's also interesting, he gets healed. Jesus jukes and gets out of there because he's about to, you know, people get mad at him, but then he right. came back. And he said, go and sin no more. And it's like when God heals you, there is this attitude of gratitude and it changes you from the inside out. I love how Alexa Park says Trey never <laughs> yeah. underestimates how long he can talk. That's right. I think I always overestimate, right? Never underestimates. Never under
1: Yeah, you don't you know you can talk long. You don't yeah. underestimate yeah, I get yourself. It. <laughs> um
0: so actually I think if I look at my whole life, the book of Matthew has impacted me the most. For some reason, like in junior high, that's when I surrendered to the ministries. It was always the book of Matthew that I would go back to. Hmm. Um, But now it's like Luke or John. I love preaching through Luke. There's so much detail there. Right. So since you picked John, I'll have to pick Luke. Okay. Um, But I'd be happy with any of the Gospels. Alexa insists that I clarify that David's (laughs) logged in. (laughs) Uh, Jason is. is going through John with the guys at church too. First John's been good. Man, I'm just telling you, it's amazing to me. Like I have been just, with my spiritual director... It's just funny. You can never graduate from the love of God. And it's crazy how, like, you think you know about the love of God, and then God takes you to another level. And that's where I'm at right now, just kind of giving God my fears and my anxiety my shame, my, um, yeah, just worried about my image and all those things. Um, let's, man, this is so great, Jordan, because people just keep commenting, so we can <laughs> we don't have to have a plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talk about your Jesus is better behind you.
0: I'm curious, is the Jesus in the background projected by something, or is it on the TV? Neither. Thank you. Um, so I'm a fan of the letter J, because that's the beginning of my wife's name, but then Sayla is our middle child. So this here, actually, Nathan Saylor goes to our church. He's our bass player, um, one of our bass players, and an electric guitar. He does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and, and banjo. Banjo. He actually made this for me at, at his uh, ASU Polytech. It's metal, so I, it's actually uh, it's a metal piece. He carved it out, and then I put little LEDs inside and made it like a pop-out box. And it's Jesus is better, which is like my main slogan for my channel. So I think it's so cool. So I can change the colors, but I just love blue, so I just stick with blue. That's what I do. (laughs) Really enjoy your videos. Thank you, walking in Faith. I appreciate that. Do you like my vlogs? Do you like the Q and trays or document trays? More. I always interested. I'm always curious. I'm doing a lot more Q and trays lately, speaking into what's happening in the culture. But then I've been enjoying kind of throwing vlogs back into the loop. Okay, my question, Trey. What are you going to do when Jordan becomes a bigger YouTuber than you? <laughs> oh, that's so true. I never even thought about that. That's amazing. Um, I guess just cash in, you know?
1: <laughs> I don't know. If that's That'll happen, but...
0: You know how long I have... I have put a lot of energy to try to make it, quote-unquote, big? It's going to take you two months.
1: Oh, don't. Don't put that kind of pressure on me. (laughs) What?
0: You're pretty. You love Jesus. Literally, me and my friends, we always say, like, dang it, why can't we just be girls? Because they they grow (laughs) faster. They really do. It's just... Well, throw you I th- on some I think thumbnails. He needs
1: some new friends.
0: <laughs> hey, don't talk about Jason Mayfield like oh, that. It's gosh, his birthday it's today. Jason? It's Just his kidding. birthday today. <laughs> I think he's thirty-four. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about my relationship with Jason Mayfield?
1: It's great. <laughs> I think I think it's great. I think you make. Okay. Wait, are we we're gonna do this. We're we gonna get into this.
0: Okay, you so we're doing this. Number like, nine.
1: Look them in the eyes. Ain't no higher. Okay, go. You, to certain people in your life, you make me seem like I am demanding and high maintenance. <laughs> and I could punch you in your face for it. To Caleb Martinez and to Jason Mayfield. The
0: two people I'm closest to, Literally. pretty much. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, so I'm on the phone with Jason. If me and Jason are on the phone, how long is it going to be? What's the minimum?
1: Minimum an hour.
0: Okay, I hour think minimum half. 30 minutes. No. And I'm always mad because I'm like, we should have YouTube this conversation. People no, would love this. No, it's way
1: longer than that. It's
0: always great because it's always, it's this weird thing where I'm like, right, what, what do I need to call him for? And then I just think of oh, something. Really? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I have an electronic question. Hey, and then we just hit it off. <laughs> when I'm discouraged.
1: And it's That's who I call. Only once that I can remember, one time have I ever been like, okay, babe, wrap it up. You need to be done.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Every single time almost now that you're on the phone with him, you're like, oh, yeah, wife says I gotta go. And I'm like, I didn't even say that.
0: You're such a chill wife. You let me like, you let me do anything.
1: Literally. You knew I was going to be that way before we even got (laughs) married, because I sat at home in my bedroom while you went to Disneyland five days a week in college.
0: Give context. You were in Arizona. I was in California.
1: (laughs) I I was in Arizona in my room at my house, and he was in California, and I never once told you you couldn't go or made you feel bad.
0: People, like, I, I I need to go live on Friday nights. People are nice, or I need to have you. I, need I do think both. it's me. Just want to say thank you for your consistency in the digital ministry. You're a blessing in this generation. Uh, people might not see this, but I'm thankful how approachable you are as well. Thank you, Jurgen. Appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, I can't believe Jason. They were upset on the Sabbath. Uh, that just shows. And honestly, there's people today that are upset because it's. Ugh. Do you hang up on Jason, too? Can you explain that?
1: Wait, you <laughs> skipped you over Vaughn's comment. That was funny. No,
0: I put it up when you were talking.
1: Oh, that's yeah. a good one.
0: But That'd be a good trophy husband? Yeah,
1: it'd be a trophy husband. <laughs> uh, do you hang up on Jason? I think so, because I don't know. You hang up on everyone. I am constantly on the phone with you, and I'm like, okay, all right, love you, bye. And then I don't even get to my phone and it's already gone like, I
0: didn't even know this about myself till Dave pointed up, it out
1: like before I even said love you
0: I don't know my dad he hangs up before you're done even talking about what you called him for well, so you know I'm I'm actually pretty good comparatively it's like it's a generational you just sit curse. there
1: and you hear someone say bye and you're like
0: no I don't I here's my thing I know you're gonna say bye so I'm always the one who says bye first I go okay bye and I think you literally can't hear me say bye sometimes because I'm already reaching for the in button Life is short. You got to get going.
1: How do we say goodbye? Do you say it first?
0: Well, I don't say, okay, with you, it's different we don't with say me. bye. I say I love say you. See ya.
1: Yeah, And I say later.
0: Yes. You see, you don't even say love you. You just say later. No, I say,
1: I, I say love you. I thought that was a given. Oh. I say love you later.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: But That's, I don't know if I say it first or not.
0: If you guys press the like, click out of the chat real quick. It helps trigger the algorithm and let people know to join in. Um, I would love to answer this question. Walking in Faith, can I email you some? How I am a pastor. Would love to chat and ask you a few questions. Hey, man, um, first of all, I'd love to know your name. So you're walking in Faith 79. Um, here's actually something, a healthy boundary. We could talk about this tonight a little bit too. Um, my wife, um, so I, when I first started YouTubing, I, I was just so, I spent a lot of hours into it with zero in return. And that's fine, like for a season, Right. Um, But I recognized I needed to create something where it could be a blessing uh, both ways. So that's why I started my Patreon, vlogyourministry.com. Go check that out. We have a community where we meet at least once a week on Zoom, and we can talk through all your questions. So it's great. It's a lot of people who are in ministry, other people who are not, um, but just want to pursue the way of Jesus together. And so it's a great, 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 great community. Actually, something I'm really pumped about, babe, is there's more and more people who are not pastors who are joining lately. So that's really good news. Um but yeah, so I guess that does that sound rude? I
1: I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking me?
0: Like to me it's like I like I totally get the question. I think it's a legit question. But I like when I say I'd love to but join the Patreon cuz that's the you know, that's where I know I mean, I'm not, you know. Right. That's... Because there's I'm not a big YouTuber, but I I'm enough to where I get that kind of question every day. Right. And if I just said yes every day, like, I wouldn't be able to do everything that I need to do. Right. So um, I never – I have always feel so bad, though. But I know it's what's best for our family.
1: Right. Yada, and that's, yada, yada. that's the whole reason you started it, like, was to do exactly that.
0: We're bringing the energy, babe. Bogdan <laughs> said <it's> the type <laughs> of energy we all need on this Friday night. Was there a book in the Bible that you guys found hard to read? If so – how did you maybe later on understand? That's a great question. I love when people ask good questions. I should always title it like Q and Trey and Jordan. Uh, I'm just trying to find and the magic not to have tonight. Me on?
1: That's rude.
0: <laughs> no. Um,
1: you use my name. It,
0: what's the book for you? Oh man. Um, oh, his name's William. My name's William. <laughs> That's awesome. William Trey Lamar Van Camp the third, but I go by Trey. I William Trey Lamar Van Camp the third. Nine syllables, but I go by one. Trey. Okay. Hardest Bible. Hardest book?
1: Oh man! Besides the obvious of Revelation.
0: <laughs> I know that's what I was gonna say. I don't
1: even. I don't even think I could say that. Later on, now I understand it. Revelation is just hard to understand. Um, man. Uh,
0: I would say. Um, to I was about to make. I was about to make a Jason Mayfield joke.
1: Should I make a Jason? <laughs> can I make a Jason Mayfield joke?
0: I don't know. It no, used to mean. be the Song of Solomon. Then oh. I started figuring it out. <laughs> if the video's on you right now. Jason would say that. <laughs> Jason, you're a bad influence in my life. Oh my word. <laughs> Thanks. Oh man, that's worth the price of admission right there, folks. Um, I would say uh <laughs> I was gonna say Revelation or like Daniel or Ezekiel, like the back half, yeah. the prophecy stuff. Um gets a little bit tough because there's a there was a there was a um End Times Theology I was raised on, and I learned in college, it was presented in such a way that this was the only way. And it always felt off, because the way that the End Times Theology was presented to me, it was like, this place is going to, you know what, in a handbasket. We can't wait to get out of here. And it was really based on fear. It was not a motivation to love people. It was really motivation to just... Those people are going to get what they deserve. I'm not projecting that this is what my dad taught me. I'm just saying the, the world, you know, my dad wasn't a pastor until I was 13. Right. So there's context there. I'm not slamming my dad online. But there's a certain end times theology. I'm not going to, I don't know. I, I'm i still very much learning all the different views. And um, for really hard stuff, my professor at CPU said, you shouldn't probably have like a stance on some of these harder issues till you're at least 40 you need that many years to really contemplate and reflect and think on it but I'm just there's a lot of stuff in the dispensational world that I'm just not down for I don't like the fear based I don't like the idea that we need to know some secret knowledge stuff and we have to figure out which one's the antichrist today it's like we're wasting our time right okay Vaughn says if you start saying you're a prosperity preacher I'm <laughs> out amen brother keep me accountable on that one <laughs> i will not do that unless he's like giving me a i'm just kidding i was gonna say unless he's giving me another m1 mac or what do you want me to say but i have ethics there's a lot on this channel that i could do and i've thought about doing but i just am like that goes against who i am right that's hard in the youtube world because there's ways to do clickbait like here's something i'd love to know your perspective on this jordan um Like, so I've had some buddies reach out to me and said, hey, you should speak out like on these people, like really, because, you know, people who are trending on Twitter. But I don't know how much I want to do that because I really don't know how pastoral it is to be the guy that's like, hey, this guy, you know, like I don't want to have a ministry that's calling people out. Yeah. Especially within the household of the faith. It's like I don't that's do you know that that doesn't fit me.
1: Right. I, I mean, like, there's one, there there's like one hand of like holding people accountable, but is that necessarily your job? You don't know these people. You don't. True. You know what I mean? Like, if these were people under your leadership and within your church, now should you do that publicly? No. But, but
0: if they have influence in my church, then I, there's more of like, you know, let's say there's a so-and-so prosperity preacher and I find out half my church listens to him,
1: then yeah. Then
0: maybe, but even that, is that a YouTube thing? But not even doing
1: it through that, yeah, that could be, like, addressing it to to those people that are, like, you know, congregation-based. Yeah, I don't know.
0: So it's been hard because I know it's so searchable,
1: but you
0: also get really weird people.
1: Right, and then you get all, like, the weird comments and, like, the... Like the rant, like I don't know, the bigger you get, which is just comes with the territory, I know that. Um, but you get just the crazy stuff, like that guy on you, your live stream, you know what I mean? Like threatening to kill himself.
0: Oh, good. I thought you were another no, one. No, no, no.
1: No. You know, like you just get weird, crazy stuff like that. That the was bigger a strange thing. Yeah, it was just yeah. real odd. Now um, we're
0: demonetized because you said the word, but you know, whatever, she's new to YouTube. so
1: I said what word?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it again.
1: I wasn't going to. I was going to spell it. They did juke me though. He's did. like, "Hey man,
0: I'm struggling." And then I prayed for him alive, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> loser!" Like, I'm like you're really,
1: gonna, you're gonna get that kind of stuff.
0: Do you? Is there a limit you want on my quote unquote success? Now this could come across as very egotistical that I'm, but you don't get what I'm saying. So is there like, have you enjoyed? The progress I've made do you wish it was faster do you wish it was slower do you think it's been good I just passed the 6,000 threshold
1: yeah I think it's been good I think you would probably say it's been slow yeah um which I mean statistically you look at it it has been but I think <laughs> that if, that based off of your personality it had to be
0: keep going i what think do you mean?
1: that if you i think that if you had like like i don't if you had like grown overnight essentially like you know really fast um i think it would have been easier for not to say you it absolutely would have been this way but it would have been easier for you um to kind of t- take the credit almost
0: like how long ago or do you think I'm still susceptible to that? Do you think like if I like get 30,000 subs next month, it'll go to my head? Be honest.
1: I think that you're getting better for sure, like as time goes on, like as as you get older as like you get like deeper in your relationship with God. But um I I think Do you think I was When you first started versus right now, I think you'd handle it way better.
0: First started the church or YouTube?
1: Well, both kind of.
0: They're almost synonymous. Yeah, I agree. But like, you've
1: grown that much. Like, I, if I, I, I think if if either one, the church would have taken off in like thousands of people. I literally, and the YouTube.
0: I literally am so grateful our church didn't take off right, right.
1: away. I think that at that point. We were young, like age-wise, <laughs> like we were really young. Like, who still who young.
0: let us do that? <laughs> but
1: I just mean, like, I think it would have been easier for you to fall into that, like, "Oh, I'm I'm amazing," like I did this mindset. Does that make yeah.
0: sense? Oh, totally.
1: So I think that I think that you're worthy of a large following, but I think that the Lord's building your character before you get there because He wants to make sure that you. Or giving him the credit, and you know that it's him versus like, oh, I'm amazing and I did all of this.
0: Well, like the whole Tim Keller thing: if work is your idol, success goes to your head, and failure goes to your heart. Right. And I think I didn't get a lot of success in the beginning. I still haven't gotten a lot of success now.
1: I think you've done well.
0: Are we talking church or YouTube? That I keep getting confused because I feel like Neither. I I still feel like there's. With YouTube, I I feel like I can point to more fruit. No, I can't. Church is, like, real in-depth, genuine. But, like, if you point to numbers, it's easier to point to YouTube.
1: Well, yeah, but it's different.
0: It is different. But um, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, failure goes to your heart. Those first couple years, I was a very depressed person because we went through a lot of failure. Right. Which shows... If I had had a lot of success, nice. it would have gone I'd have been head. very arrogant. Right. And it's just like how much of it was me not doing enough spiritual disciplines at the time? I think that's a big part of it. I mean, for sure. But I think it's also like how who can at 23 have that kind of maturity? Right. Because as a 23 year old like i had a lot of ministry experience of, m- way more than the, than typical, the typical 23 person, oh year old like sure. i was preaching at 16 so yeah. like that was my excuse of like i can do this charles spurgeon planted to church at 19 i'm not i'm no charles spurgeon but i'm 23 a lot of people throughout history have done it by then just n- not today it's super not normal today right. um no. i feel like like people expect like 30 is like still way young but I think that's also a reflection on our culture and how we yeah. just extend adolescence right um but yeah, I'm super grateful that it didn't happen overnight
1: yeah, same
0: Are you like keeping up with the comments right now i i oh, I just got super chatted. what's that that they gave me uh ten bucks oh. That's amazing. Um, I would have taken the credit. God makes me wait, and I grow a lot. Man, this has me looking forward to my wife and I doing YouTube live together. She hasn't really caught the vision yet, so I feel like you didn't catch it right away either, right? No. Did you catch the vision of me doing it? Just not you being a part of it, or what was your thoughts?
1: Yeah. No, I thought you would like. I thought you'd be great at it. I thought that, like, you have the personality for it. Like, I felt felt like it was totally like up your alley. Something that you would do. I never viewed myself as someone who had a personality for it. So I was kind of like, yeah, it's cool. But I'm, you know.
0: Do you think it's because, like, did I not speak enough life into you? Do you think it was how you were raised? How come you, but again, you were 23. You got saved at 16. 16.
1: Like, right? you. I was like, still, yeah.
0: Like, I think it does give context. That I'm a fourth generation pastor. Like, I've seen ministry my whole life. Right, and you just stepped into it. Yeah. Um. But again, I keep going between YouTube and. Church. I know you
1: just switched on <laughs> me because I totally thought we were talking about YouTube live. <laughs> I was like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. How old are we now?
1: I tw- I am twenty nine. I'm twenty eight. Uh,
0: in two weeks, is my birthday, guys. Yeah. So, do you want my address to send me? Oh
1: my word! You. I feel like you skipped some questions. Oh yeah. Okay way back up here
0: um well let's not skip that super chat that paid for my uh my ice cream we had tonight <laughs> thank you so much she knows you very well brother uh david parks logged on to his account so oh, that's good there, news. You go. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between calling people out and addressing relevant issues that's what i'm trying to figure out on youtube how do i address an issue without being gossipy without like okay you're really talking about that person um, but, like, for instance, that Star Wars girl, she just got canceled this week. Did you see that?
1: Nope. What Star Wars girl? It's
0: Gina something. She's uh, Mandalorian. Like that wrestling girl.
1: Oh, okay. She the got canceled. That was supposed to take over the thing and then didn't because he killed the guy instead. Well, some people haven't
0: seen the Mandalorian. It's still still Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, well, anyways, they canceled her. So I could talk about, instead of talking about that specific thing, I could say, let's talk about cancel culture. But even right. that, though, it's not in the church world, so I feel like I can talk more, like, hey, Gina, instead of... Right, and not but, being,
1: like, a Christian leader. Yeah, like what you're I just about. Do,
0: But, like, should we get step into it, or should I answer questions first?
1: I have no idea. I'm I don't know what you're about to step into. Robbie? So. Oh, I don't know the context, so if you want to take it, go ahead.
0: Okay, let me answer a couple of these questions first. What are the essentials of living a deeply rooted lifestyle in prayer? The love of Jesus, loving him, being loved by him. I would say pick up... There are two, uh, let's do the shorter book, Prayer by Ronald Ruhrheiser. Amazing book. Transformative for my life. But at the end of the day, I like to suggest books, but you just need to pray. So for me, it's going on walks and talking with God. For me, it's been the Ignatius exercises. But there's so many different ways uh, to implement prayer. Do you want to answer that at all?
1: Um. Yeah, I think, like, simplify it. Like, I think a lot of the times when it comes to prayer, we overcomplicate it. We think that we have to have um, all of our thoughts in order and all of like, you know, like just talk to him like you're talking to a friend or like you would talk to, you know. Yeah. Um, so just like super simple language, nothing crazy. Like just, and it doesn't have to be like, okay, I need a, I need to sit down and talk, you know, pray for an hour or for 30 minutes, like five minute increments, like two minute increments. Like as long as you're just, talking. Um, I think we just overcomplicate it.
0: A game changer for me is just when I got more and more honest with God in my prayer. And I recognize so in the mornings I do prayers of intimacy. In the evenings afternoons I do prayers of intercession. Intimacy is God this is just me and you it's me and what's going on with my family going on with my life which it's been a lot the last few months. Seriously. And then and then it's um, in the afternoon here's what I want for our ministry. Here's what I want for Park's family, here's what I want. You know, like I have a Quizlet where I have everybody's family. Everybody who goes to our church, I have a list of them so I can go through them in prayer. Um, Sunday mornings, I like going on a walk since we have Sunday night church, and I pray for each person. Um, Stuff like that is really helpful. Um, But yeah, it's just something that you walk into. And oh, here's the biggest piece of advice. You don't have to get anything out of it. When me and Jordan hang out, I do not require that I learned something, that I have a takeaway after our conversation. I'm just grateful we were together. And so give yourself permission to waste time with God. That's good. Should I be on Instagram later? Yeah. Uh, Roy HP. Hey, Trey Jordan. Enjoying the conversation. How can members of the church better support their pastors and families? Fascinating question. Because First Timothy five seventeen through twenty five is my Sunday's passage, and we'll go through that. But how would you answer that, my love? How have you felt most supported by our church?
1: Um, yeah, I when, going into ministry, I was told like or like warned, I guess, in a way that like uh, the church and the people of the church tend to hold the pastor's family to a standard that's unachievable. Um, that the like wife has to serve in a certain capacity in a certain area and that the kids couldn't be crazy three-year-olds like every other three-year-old in the church um, and I don't from the beginning I've never felt that from our people which has been such a blessing um, yeah. I've never felt like um, I've never felt like they have held me to this standard that I felt like I couldn't live up to um, but I think that's common so just make like realizing that your pastor and their families are just like you. Like, we're not anything special. Like, we're believers just like you are, and we make mistakes and we mess up, you know, just the same. You don't like my answer? Like, you have a calling, for sure. And, and in that aspect, you're not the same as everyone else.
0: Here's what I mean by that. Like, it actually goes back to the Ravi Zacharias thing. But I, we're talking to Caleb about that. I totally agree. So let me just affirm what you did say. We are people. We're not, don't put us on a pedestal.
1: Please. The, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: the worst thing you can do is put us on a pedestal because we will fail you, we will fail ourselves. Yeah. Everything's bad.
1: And then you're going to want to leave the church because you you held us way too high than we should have been.
0: That happens a lot. Yes. Yes.
1: So what did I say wrong?
0: No, that's not wrong at all. So I'm sorry. What I was going to say, though, is there is double honor when it comes to being a pastor, which right. means there's also double judgment. But there is a Oh, okay. I'm going to respect the office here. Oh,
1: for sure. Absolutely. And that's not what I meant. Yeah, cuz
0: I th- yeah, I know it yeah, I knew you didn't mean that way. Yeah. Um, but like cuz it is like, oh, he's just another dude. Like, ah, whatever. Right. It's like, well, like I mean, part of me is like you're right. And the other part of me is like, you know, it's so it's such a hard no. depending how the angle you look at it. There needs to be respect for the office for and sure. honor. Um, and accountability, which we're going to right. talk about at First Timothy five on Sunday, um, giftedness does not equate to go- godliness. Um, yeah, so uh, that's good, uh, Larry. He's in my Patreon crew. What's your spiritual discipline list,
1: like that you do on a daily basis?
0: Yeah, that. daily or weekly.
1: Um, am I answering this first? <laughs> So I have um, daily. I read my Bible, um, so scripture reading. Uh, but I also do scripture memory. Uh, so I am like memorizing verses.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, prayer. So those are like the pretty typical three that I do every day. Um, and then weekly, we have like we have Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I like to journal. I'm not as consistent at it, but I'm trying. Like, that's something I'm working on. Um, and then something that, like, we just had a speech formation retreat. So, one of the things that I said um, that I was going to implement um, that I would be an upstream practice for me, something that's hard for me to do, is um, conflict resolution or yeah. confession. Kind of both and. Um, but I struggle with verbally confessing. Like, I know that i am a horrible person <laughs> that i do stuff wrong <laughs> but i have a hard time like admitting it to other people and or god like i just keep it to myself I'm like yep i'm i'm terrible but i'm not going to tell anyone about it
0: so tom ashbrook today i was in a spiritual director combo with him and he said that he used to say man sometimes god loves me so much but sometimes I feel like he just wants to throw up or something like that. Like when he looks at me, he wants to throw up, but instead of doing that, he loves me or something like that. And he talked about how people say, and I've said this before in sermons, but people say, God loves you because when he looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus, praise God. And Tom Ashbrook goes, in a sense, yes, but also, he sees, his name's Tom, he sees Tom, and he loves Tom. He sees Trey, he loves Trey. He sees Jordan, he loves Jordan uniquely, and he's proud of Jordan. He's proud of Trey. And that's something like, uh, that really hit me today. Like, our gospel is so good where we don't have to hide ourselves. Like, we are made new. We are new creations. So, he loves us because of who he's making us to become. like, And he already loves us where we're at, but he loves us too much to leave us there. But I, I do have that problem I'm like, God, you don't love me, but you love the Jesus in me. And it's like, no, he loves me. Um, so then that makes it easier to confess because I know that he loves me. He already knows all that. Uh, so some other spiritual disciplines, I would say mine are, um, you already mentioned uh, Sabbaths and scripture reading, Uh, I, we told our church to do 21 days every day where we did scripture, sacrifice, simplicity. And I really like that rhythm. So scripture every day. So for me, it's a timeline of at least 30 minutes in the word. Uh, I can, I absolutely give myself permission to go over, but I do not give myself permission to go under. It doesn't matter how far I go. It just matters that in those 30 minutes I was in the Bible. Um, and then I do, uh, I go on a, on a, on a run or a walk and I pray during that time. And uh, pray in the shower, all that, and get going for my day. But sacrifice—I I love that because it gives me an opportunity. Who can I serve today? Just having that in my mind, I think that's a spiritual discipline. Sometimes it's giving. Um, I feel like I didn't even answer the question: How church members uh, care? I—I no, skipped that.
1: I, you made me answer, and then uh, and then
0: simplicity. So like putting the phones down—that's a part of Sabbath too. But like nightly, uh, every day, just kind of like okay, let's engage in one practice. Let's just engage in cooking. Let's engage in eating dinner. I don't always do great at that, but that's, those are big. There's a bunch of others, but um, those are big ones for me right now. Uh, how can people support, honestly, so you had mentioned, um, you know, not putting us on a pedestal. I'm not going to lie. I feel really supported when people give us gift cards and checks. For sure. That sounds terrible, but, like, that's like, uh. Like, that just, I don't know, it just is so helpful most of the time. Right. And I don't usually like, like, for you, I don't want you to give me gifts. Like, I love quality time and and, and uh, words of affirmation, which I love words of affirmation from our congregation. Um, that's true. Um,
1: it, it is going to depend on the pastor. Like, he's going to have different things yeah. that speak to him. Um, but, yeah, I know that, like, there's a lot of times where, like, the Lord will prompt you to, like, reach out to your pastor in one way or another. Like, whether that's, like, oh, we should get him a gift card for some reason. Like, just for some reason you feel like you need to support him in that way. Um, listen to it. Because yeah. a lot of the times, like, the pastor's family is going through something and we have, it hasn't been publicized. And there's been many times where I, like... Specifically we've been as We've going a through a lot. We have gone through so much, and we have publicized it, and we have, <laughs> we've gotten, like...
0: There's other stuff we haven't.
1: Overwhelming, like, response of, of mm-hmm. love from our congregation. But there are times when we don't, um, and then all of a sudden we're blessed with a donation or a gift or whatever it is, and it was like, wow, God, like, only you could have known that in that moment, right now, that's when we needed it. So yeah. it's like listening, like, listen to the Holy Spirit, because He'll prompt you, Um to give and to reach out and to encourage your pastor and their families. And
0: be careful with your criticisms. Yeah. We're not above criticism. We are not. Be careful with them. Know that there's a bunch of other people criticizing him or her as well. Yeah. So that's, that one's really big. Um, make sure that you, they know you're for them. Um, but they do need to be held accountable. They're not above right. criticism. But I would hate the word criticism. Um, constructive. Uh, I don't still, but you know, like
1: we're not being, we're not above being held accountable. Exactly. Yeah. If you do it out of love. Right. There's a way to do it. That's not in love.
0: Um, why is Christianity becoming more, more increasingly controversial in this world? Yeah. Well, um, Jesus said it would be, I think, um, you know, cause I think with the gospel, it's, it's two things. You're, you're more wicked than you ever dared imagine. And you're more loved than you ever dared hope for. Uh, more wicked than you ever imagined. People don't like to hear that. People want to think that they're okay. And so hearing that is startling. Um, hearing about how Jesus is the only way. We're in a pluralistic society where we like to get what we want, how we want it, when we want it. And so it's definitely countercultural. And so we shouldn't be ashamed of that because we know what we have is the truth, it's the way, it's the life. Um, but also, we're more loved than we ever did imagine. Like our gospel says, there's nothing you can do to earn it, and and that actually offends people because people would rather earn it because if you can earn it, you're better than the people around you. But the gospel is a level playing field, and so you know the rich and poor alike—they're at the same status. You know, have you do you believe in Jesus or not? Um, I also think sexual ethics—that's uh, definitely something where we have uh, restrictions. And we're in a world today that does not like boundaries, that does not like restriction. Uh, but I also think that we see we're in a world because we don't like boundaries, we're seeing the chaos uh, unfold. So uh, we definitely love the truth, but we also love. Um, so it's it's certainly countercultural. Um, but I also saw that you're you're a bit discouraged by all of it. Uh, keep pressing on, brother. Uh, lean into community. This is why I think uh, local church is so important. Uh, you can't do this alone. And um, how do you think I've been doing, Jordan? I is this bad? I keep asking. How you, this is you. You get to have a. This is my channel, so it's a good, okay to ask questions about me. But um, how do you think I've been doing on the uh, mental health, emotional health, depression front?
1: Um, it's definitely better than it was in the first couple years of our our church went. Um, but I would say that 2020 was hard. I mean, it was hard for everyone in in so many different ways. Um, so I felt like um i feel like the fall i don't know i think it was a combination of one like It was just hard. Like people were afraid to come to church. People weren't, you know, like so we weren't like seeing our normal people, like our average like numbers or anything like that, like when it came to church. But then our family, like month after month through the fall of 2020 was just brought through it. And so I think the combination of all of that, I think I've seen you struggle with it a little bit more than you had in the last like year or two. But it was more, it wasn't as bad as I would say the beginning of a church plant was, but it was definitely a step backward from where I'd seen you progress, to. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it was hard. I mean, there was so much going on in I mean, lives. I'm still,
0: that's still my life right now.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Do you get worried about me, or do you think I'll be fine?
1: I mean, there have been times, but I haven't, not recently, have I been like, oh, gosh, something's really not right.
0: Yeah, it's just been hard. I don't know. Um, it's kind of funny because every time, like, in my life, like, what's crazy about having a channel and a church is when the church is doing well, typically the channel's not. <laughs> when the channel's doing well, typically the church is not. And it's kind of like a great balancing beam to my life because, um, like, there's been a lot of blessings in the channel world, like, as far as Patreon is, is up. Like it's actually, begin, right. it's becoming like a staple in our budget every month, which yeah. is great. Amazing. uh, So good. But also there's just been weeks where I'm just like, like even this week I thought all I want to do is sleep. I'm tired of creating. I'm tired of making sermons. Like I just hit a wall and I hate that. I want to be excited about this every day, but I also think it's good to be honest. And it's like, right. man, this kind of stinks right now. That's kind of where I've not as a whole, but, I feel like I've been in the gutter a little bit more than the normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. But uh, we'll be okay. Oops. Hit the wrong thing. Um, well, looks like my community is ministering to Chris over here. Chris, uh, appreciate you, brother. We're, we're all praying for you. We're rooting for you. Um, we all need to be there for each other. Uh, recharging is very important part of performing. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, the other thing that's kind of, I recognize, you know, COVID. I'm not supposed to say that oh, word either. Oh,
1: why'd you say that? The way row, worse. row.
0: Row, uh, row. Uh, kind of change our habits of hanging out of course. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. We, we lived a good life where we were doing something fun at least once a month, like a big outing. And we don't do that nearly as much anymore. No. And like Friday night, we're always at our house. And it's like that used to not be typical.
1: That or we would have people at our house with us.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, that's starting to get to me. Like I miss just going out, having fun adventures. And I know that as a seven, I lean into that too much. Like I replace, uh, excitement, Instead of contentment, like I need to be okay with the mundane, but at the same time, it's like I'm ready for something different.
1: Yeah, I am a I am an extrovert, which I it took me a very long time to like fully come to like grips with. That I was like, no, I'm not. I'm an introvert.
0: I um, knew you were an extrovert, but I
1: am an extrovert. You were hugging I, all the football players when oh, I first and met you. Really? This that, and we're going okay, <laughs> cool, sweet. <laughs>
0: see you later oh she's leaving she literally just left no i'm just kidding she's still here um no but you were like you were um, i had friends i was about to call you it's
1: cool yeah. i found the homecoming queen okay <laughs> i was about no. to call you
0: drama queen but i was like i know that's not it no homecoming and i wasn't
1: anyways i i am an extrovert and i not only that but on top of that i love like outdoors stuff like i could go camping spend days at the lake like I grew up that way and that just makes my heart happy and so And
0: I love that about her.
1: not being able. And I'm not like not glamping, guys. Like I could <laughs> go going tent tent camping. It's called you know,
0: van, van camping, okay? It's van camping.
1: I'm not against it. I, for sure would it make it 10 times easier with kids. I'm all for it, but I'm just saying I tent camped. That's how I grew up. That's how I, I like have ever, you know. It was
0: intense. <laughs>
1: Anyways, so I, it's been sad for, like, I want. My
0: dream is for somebody to gift us with a Jeep Rubicon <laughs> with a, a two-person canoe
1: Literally that room goes room on top.
0: Day. And on Mondays, you and I, we throw the kid somewhere, <laughs> a, a babysitter, and we go canoeing.
1: It'd was so fun.
0: At the lake.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, I miss it, too, as well.
0: Yeah, and of course we're not alone. I mean, who has had like an amazing, incredible year where right. everything is just fine and dandy? But there really is pressure, and I, I feel like I gave into the—I've been giving into the pressure of like, roro Rose got nothing on our ministry. We're we're gonna keep killing it. But then, um, can I tell you about the embarrassing thing that happened to me this week? Did I tell you about this? You didn't tell me on Ruslan's channel. Did I tell you that?
1: You told me about stuff that happened, but I don't know if. I, don't, I maybe
0: I who comment below, comment on the chat. Do you like receiving pity? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I don't.
1: The, who? the her.
0: I don't like being a loser. Okay, I finally knew how to bring that in. <laughs> so, we're talking about tithing. We're on Ruslan's channel, yeah, which, I by the way, me me. love you, Ruslan. Appreciate the opportunity. Um, you're great. Um, and I finally just threw out our budget and I thought it was normal <laughs> and maybe it is still, I don't know, you know, but they like, were like, like everybody, Ruslan, I think like threw off, flew off of his chair and was like, and people were like, I, I'm so sorry. I like, like I could, I could feel the tears <laughs> in the chat. Literally, people started asking, "What's your Cash App? What's the church giving link?" And you know what's the worst part about it? I never shared my Cash App to anybody because I just felt crummy, and it's not on my hey, channel.
1: We missed an opportunity here.
0: But I did have one guy on Instagram reach out to me, and he asked for my Cash App, and I gave it to him. So we got a hundred bucks from <laughs> that guy. So I got a hundred bucks from that uh, from that channel um, uh, from that uh, episode. But it's just kind of funny because I'm just in my own church planning world and we're doing well. And I don't want to be taken as like, oh, like I did not want it to be a slam to my church. And I didn't think it was until the way everybody freaked out. I was like, should I have not (laughs) told people? Because now I feel like it looked like I was talking bad about my church. I'm certainly not. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, of course, we have people along the journey. You know, we have people who aren't giving yet because they're new Christians and yada, yada, yada. That's just a part of ministry. Right. And and there's so many churches in our area from what we've heard that are just so about money we don't want to be about money and you know it's a really sticky situation i feel like our growth group the other night was great though just kind of talking about like hey teach us more like we want to know more about these principles
1: right but
0: it was like i just felt so lame i felt like a terrible leader i just wanted to log off (laughs) i was so sad about it
1: (laughs) No, and I, no, I mean, think of who you were talking to, though.
0: Thank you, Vaughn. They have no concept of small churches. Our budget is similar. And they did say, yeah. So he had asked me before how many people I have in my church, and that was in the summer. And summer, I was, we were doing really well. I said, actually, we've been, like, this summer, we've been averaging around 150. And that was true at that time. But then the fall, we've had a bigger dip. And those people never became members or anything. So really, it's about 100, 115 of, like, who are really, like, with us right now. Right. So even that, like a 50 person difference changes your mind of what a budget would look like.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but like, of course, like my dad's budget, like they're, they just have people who have money and yeah. and they just give it. Yeah. Um, but our people are like, man, I love our people. Like somebody asked, a church planner asked me the other day, like, do you like, like, do you love where your church is at? And I said, I'd go there if I wasn't leading it. Like, I love my community. I yeah. think their growth group's awesome. I mm-hmm. love the people who set up and tear down. Like, our church is great. No, I love I'm people. about to have tears right now. Like, I love them, right? So it was not, I wanted to make sure, because I know some of our church people watch the Ruslan channel. Yeah. Um, I'm like, it was it was not me trying to slam on our church at all. Right. I mean, David Parks, he goes to my church. Like, literally, they're the highest patron supporter. Uh, they're just incredible. They're like, they're I, you can't, you can't, but they're great. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you can't rank them; <laughs> that'll get you in trouble.
1: For <laughs> <laughs> fans, though.
0: Um. Okay, this is a good question. I know you've been. Uh, you let me know uh, how I'm doing, Jordan. On this, uh, it's uh, he, he. He spelled Trey Van Camp with a K, which you know I can dig it. Uh, what has who is what has been the primary thing you have done to combat the mundane feelings you've been having? Going on YouTube. <laughs> What would you say? Sabbath. Yeah. Literally, Sabbath has been like a lifeline for me. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say more.
1: No, that's it. That's all I got.
0: Um. Uh. Burgers and Bible says, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he was on that live. He saw. Oh god. Uh, perspective is key, and you found people with a different one. Yes, it was all good. I thought you was going, uh, oh gosh.
1: <laughs> I was wondering if you would read it. Did you know that? did you hear it. about that? No.
0: Did you know how he set me up? No. Okay, I we're gonna know. talk about this. We already talked about Son of Solomon earlier. Say the word. I thought you was going to mention about protected S word and oh, what Jason you did not said. Say it. <laughs> so at the end of the Ruslan chat, they're like, okay, what's one more thing you want to talk about with money? And I was like, this okay. And there's pressure. You wanna you wanna bring it. When you're on Ruslan's channel, okay. so I thought, "What do I say? What do I say? What do I say?" Pastor Roy went first. What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? So I said, "You know what? Oh, I've been I've been on you this whole time." Yeah, I said, "You know what? Christians, we're opposite of the world because we are per- we are generous with our money and protective with our sexuality because." The world is opposite. We protect our, the world protects its money, never gives it away and kind of a little bit generous with her, you know. So I thought that was a good point. D- Jason Mayfield goes, all right, everybody. Anyways, unlike Trey, I'm a married man, which is like, I'm a married man. But he said, and I don't have that thing. He's, Do I just say it? Are you, will you allow me to say He goes, I'm a married man, so I don't have protected sex. Have a good night, everybody. And oh, just totally dunked no. on me in front of, thousands of people there's 16,000 people who watch the video so that's funny um, um okay I got the face I'm just making sure I'm reading the right comments because after Larry you got me scared now I'm reading them through before I post it <laughs> you're good D-Wade appreciate that you're here man I'm just messing with you about the camp thing uh how many hours a week do you pour concrete
1: It really just depends.
0: Yeah. It. So this week I spent 11 wow. hours yeah. on Monday. So 11 hours on Monday, but then I didn't work the rest of the week. And I think I was supposed to work today. I didn't reach out to my dad to make sure. He never reached out to me. That's what I do. He like mentioned on Monday, hey, I, I think I'm going to have you pour with me on Friday. I was like, all right, cool. But then I'm like, I'm waiting. Especially on weeks where I just feel overwhelmed. I got a lot of other things to do. I'm like, if he really needs me, he'll reach out. If he doesn't really need me, He'll just, you know, so, and plus it was far away. So I would say 10 to 25 hours a week, depending on how much the week was. And there are some weeks where I don't work that at all. Not at all. So that's the hard thing, but my dad wants to really crank it up with concrete. So, um, but I want to crank it up with my Patreon so I can say, sorry, dad. Uh, <laughs> not today. So, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Ravi?
1: Go ahead. Oh water? You take it away and I'll be back.
0: I wanted to give you context.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, go get a water. I just water.
0: Can you get me water? Oh darling, my darling. Yeah. Okay, I guess Dave Parks, you like the uh, Jason Mayfield joke. I, I thought my joke about Song of Solomon earlier was funny, but nobody I to my knowledge, nobody commented and laughed in the moment. Like I really put myself out there. Uh, to try to get you guys to, you know, laugh. But uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe, hit the bell. If you haven't already, let you know when I have new videos. Um, I post a lot of videos now, especially with this new setup. So hopefully y'all are just enjoying this uh, tonight. Usually it's a little bit more organized, but I thought that was this would be fun to do a... Uh, oh, this is a good question. How many hours a week do you take to prep your sermons? Um... It's so hard because I really do, like on Mondays, I just read the passage over and over and over. I get other admin stuff done, but I read the passage over and over and over. And Tuesday, I'm starting to read a lot of commentaries um, and really just thinking a lot, jotting down ideas. It's a whole week process. So like today, I finally submitted uh, to Caleb uh, what my sermon was. And even now, like... Because of the chaos of this week, there's a lot of stuff. Like literally, I just won't share what happened to us this week, but it's just been a crazy week. So I didn't get it fully done. Um, but uh, I'm gonna finish it on Sunday morning because we're at a Sunday night church. The outline, everything's done, but I just have to like make sure and get a quote here and there and whatever. I don't want to make people too nervous. Um, but man, that's hard to answer. Um, twenty hours a week on a sermon. I spend a lot of. Th- Wouldn't you say I spend a lot of time? On sermon prep?
1: Almost every morning, but I don't know. I mean, you're in your office, so I have no context. I really can't provide any context to that question um, because you're in your office, and I don't know what you're doing in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's such a full-life thing. I was just reading about Eugene Peterson. He's like, I can put together a sermon in five hours, but... To holistic, like to live it, it just takes the full week. So that's a hard answer. That's a hard question for me to answer. I appreciate the question. I just don't know how to answer it. I'm getting quicker. So here's what I do. I read a lot, as you could tell. I read about ninety to hundred books a year. That reading, which I simply do when I read, I typically am doing it for my own, lead, like my own growth. Those books always help me in sermon prep. They always give me some sort of illustration I can come back. I can, that's why I like looking at my library. Oh yeah. Pulling an illustration from there. Um, so my book reading helps me with my sermon prep. And I don't know I'm sermon prepping, but I am sermon prepping. Um, and uh, I thought this was a great question. You need to get to know uh, Vaughn. He's such a good guy. I love Vaughn. He's, in the, he's not in Chicago, but he's in the Chicago area. Oh, okay. How many people would you need in Patreon so you wouldn't have to do concrete? I want to pray about that. That's a great question. Thank you. I currently have 44 patrons. And at that rate, I would say if I did a, if I had a hundred patrons, wouldn't you say that it would Doesn't depend just,
1: on how much? Like, cause then you have variations of.
0: Yeah, because I have like $2 patrons, but then I have a hundred dollar right, patron. So but I I have limit on the two and I have limit on the hundred. Because the hummet the hundred, hum, <laughs> the hundred dollar a month one, I do spiritual direction with you. We do a uh, once a month hour long conversation, um, just helping you with your spiritual life. So it's like, I know I have to put a limit on that. I can't just, I would love if I had a, 100 people who give $100, right. but that's not going to work. I think 100 patrons, because when I'm looking, right now I have 44. Okay. And you know how much I make with 44, so I think it would be fair to say.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think in my mind.
0: Like I don't know. I've heard people say not to give out the numbers how much I make. I don't know. Is that I mean, not smart too? I don't. Know. I, literally, you can do it's the not, math. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally you go to my supporters at the end. Yeah. Uh, Luke Perkins, he was on this channel earlier. He was doing the math. He goes, "Hey man, you're you're really close to this number per month." I was like, "How did you know?" I was like, "Oh duh," because I literally say, "Here's who's giving me a hundred a month. Here's who's giving me twenty a month. Right. Here you who's giving me ten out. a month." But there's a lot. Patreon takes a lot of it out too, and plus I have taxes, so it's still. Yeah. It's not as big as it looks, but still, a um, hundred would be a great. Uh, great number. I need to talk about Robbie, but let me answer these other questions. Josh Wilson asked favorite writers. <laughs> Do you know how to answer that? What are my favorite authors?
1: Tim Keller. Okay. Dall- uh, Dallas Willard. Is that uh-huh. his name? Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, let me think. Who's the other one? Oh, man. I know that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, duh, when you say it. But there's someone else that that's like up there with
0: Dallas Lillard. Eugene Peterson.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: He's the man. He's my he I love him. There's a lot. Uh, that'd be hard to pick a top three, but that's a pretty good stinking top three. So I guess I'll roll with that. Do you know, uh never mind. I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> okay. Um I do read a lot. kind of. An, hey, my wife's been reading a lot. How many books have you read this year?
1: This year I have read... I'm on my 7th?
0: That's crazy, Sixth? babe.
1: Seventh, I think I'm on my 7th. It's
0: February 12th.
1: And I'm halfway through it. It's
0: crazy. I will say this. In 2019 when I read 100 books, I read a lot of shorter books. 2020 I read a lot of
1: thick yeah they're really big books long.
0: so you know like the numbers are always distorted um, I'm about to get another patron this guy's awesome That's what's your crazy. actual name burgers and bibles because I always forget because I see the burgers and bibles but you're awesome man you keep up with me a lot appreciate you okay Ravi Zacharias so Jordan Ravi Zacharias is a famous he just recently passed away from cancer really sad the name
1: um, sounds familiar yeah
0: people were really like devastated that it happened because he's so I've never this I've never been an apologetics guy you've known that about me like I like I'm attracted to people who just go through the Bible like I just love book by book um that's just kind of always been my mo I've never struggled with the existence of God. I've never struggled with science and how does it you know how is that compatible with God all that kind of stuff so but I've always like had to research stuff because you know my friends. That's what they're interested in. But so, you know, I've always, but it's not like a passion project of mine is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm not saying I've not ever researched apologetics. All that to say, when I've done research for apologetics stuff, um, Ravi Zacharias comes up a lot. For some people, it's like, that's their guy. Like, that's how they really found the foundation to their faith. Well, there's an article that came out when he passed away. There, I guess there's a lot of ch- chatter before when he was living, but it really cranked up... Um, towards the end, uh, and then when he passed away, that he had a lot of uh, sexual misconduct. um, And the allegations were there. And people just refused to believe the allegations because he was such a great man of God. Like, he knew so much, right? But it turns out, and I need to be, I don't know if I need to look up the article so I make sure all my facts are right, but, like, he had several private massage, like, he owned massage parlors? Don't you think that's a, like, red flag right there?
1: I mean definitely depends on the kind of massage parlor, but yeah,
0: yeah, it's just strange of yeah, all that's things weird.
1: like weird. Yeah. he
0: would travel with a private masseuse
1: yeah, that's odd
0: yeah and 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 but like and again we're actually looking at this in first Timothy five in fact, should I just pull that up first Timothy five uh, it's a really sad story and and what we need to do what we as a church need to do is. Believe the you know innocent until proven guilty is a real thing, and we mm-hmm. actually see that here in this text. But we also need to try, like we need to give more credit to the victim too, you know, and not just dismiss the victim. It's it's a hard, it's a very hard line. Uh, but again, I think the way it was handled was really sad. So um, here's the passage. What are you laughing?
1: A comment. We need a sitcom, Andrew. Or are we funny people? We need a what? A sitcom intro. Are we funny people?
0: Nice. Okay. Let's read this. The elders, these are biblical leaders, are uh, the elders who are good leaders. Okay. There's bad ones out there. The elders who are good leaders are to be considered worthy of double honor. I don't want to preach this too much because I'm preaching it on Sunday, and I got a couple people in my church that are watching this. You better come on Sunday. Okay, but double honor means like respect and money. Okay. Especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. Let me just say that verse gets me so excited that preaching and teaching is hard work. And some people are like, oh, you're just sitting there. I'm in we're in Queen Creek. We're in a blue collar kind of town. If you're not sweating and bleeding, it's not hard work. It can be hard work. Okay. For the scripture says do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain and the worker is worth his weight, wa- worthy of his wages. You know what muzzle an ox means while well, it's treading the grain?
1: Muzzle like to put something. Yeah. On his so mouth. it's
0: it's working on, but it can't ever Experience the benefits of it. Can't eat the field while it's working the field. So it's like people in ministry, like you're working it but not getting any compensation. But here's the big thing that I would say uh, the Rabbi Zechariah's ministries did not do well. Don't accept an accusation against an elder or against Ravi uh, unless it is supported by two or three witnesses. There are more and more and more and more and more more witnesses coming out. Okay? So, because let's be real. We've all, you're a pastor's wife. People have said weird stuff about me. I got called evil this week, right? So, you know, that's the hard part because people are dumb and they say stupid stuff, but then it, it takes away the power when people actually do have a legit accusation. Verse 20, publicly rebuke those who sin. So this is like Ravi should have been publicly rebuked so that the rest will be afraid Okay. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing out of favoritism. It is really hard not to favor Ravi because people say he has influenced millions of people. He is like he's smart. He knows these answers. But was he living with Jesus? I want to say there's no way he had a vibrant relationship with God and he was able to do the things that he was doing. I'm gonna look up some of the articles since we're going we're going down this road. Do you want to talk about this at all? Do you think this is I should mean, I not? You just listen. I just
1: don't have any super context. Like I know that everyone's talking about it. I know that like I've seen his name posted by multiple people, but I don't know what he's being accused of other than what you just said about random masseuses and things. Um, like that's the extent of my knowledge to it. So I. I
0: yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna read this passage and then we'll go to the other thing. You just keep up with the comments. Let me know, okay? Um, So, uh, do nothing out of favoritism. And And the temptation is because our culture loves productivity, loves talent, loves charisma. We overlook. I've seen big churches. The pastor's arrogant. The pastor's not preaching the Bible like he used to. The pastor, but, oh, but we're growing. Oh, but the budget is great. So whatever he's doing, let him keep doing it. Because we're successful, we we need to redefine what success is. That's one thing I think we need to learn from this. Uh, but don't be too quick to appoint anyone as an elder. And don't share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure, uh, elder. That's you know, it's like we were saying earlier. Some some people could be way too young to jump into this. Baptists want to just cross out verse twenty three. But don't continue drinking only water. But use a little wine because your stomach and your frequent illnesses. I love this that that Timothy had tummy problems. <laughs> I thought I related to him before a whole nother level. Some people's sins are obvious, preceding them to judgment. But this is the scary verse. But the sins of others surface later. In Ravi's case, it surfaced after he died, like to the public. Likewise, good works are obvious, and those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden. Which is good. I love verse 25, like keep doing good and maybe you're not being acknowledged, but eventually it will be acknowledged and you don't do it to get acknowledged anyways. But some of the, some of the sins surface later. And with Ravi Zacharias' case, it surfaced after. At least that's when people really um, you know, gave weight to it. So really, this, this, you know, this passage here is about the church saying, hey, it's your job to hold these leaders accountable. You know, that's an element to this passage. Right. So the people who are working with Robbie, that's on them. The board, they needed to have better accountability. But they're not alone. There's a lot of people who don't give accountability. Um, what are While I'm looking this up, darling, what are some of your our rules that we have, um, you know, to make sure I'm above reproach and whatnot?
1: Um, you never have meetings alone with female. Like, you'll have... Other people in the room, or if I feel like you have before, but it was publicly, so it was like in a restaurant or in like a coffee shop or something,
0: yeah. And somebody um, like way older,
1: right? Um, it and
0: public, and you knew when I got there, you knew when I right, left, right? Like I, I was,
1: yeah, aware of the situation, but that hasn't happened very often. I think it's it one time have I ever remembered and it was
0: that. a unique situation, right?
1: Um, but the majority of the time, you're like, you'll have someone with you. Um, we never, uh, like if if. We show each other, like, text messages and or, like, social media messages um, from people of the opposite sex. Um, And, yeah, like, we just don't put ourselves in a situation to be alone in any context with someone else.
0: Okay, so here's some more of the context that's just heartbreaking. And I say it's heartbreaking because it's heartbreaking for the victims says, Zacharias used tens of thousands of dollars of ministry funds dedicated to humanitarian effort to pay four massage therapists, providing them housing, schooling, and monthly support for extended periods of time, according to investigators. One woman told the investigators that after he arranged for the ministry to provide her with financial support, he required sex from her. She called it rape. She says Zacharias, quote, this is just terrifying made her pray with him to thank God for the opportunity they both received, and as with other victims, called her his reward for living a life of service to God. The report says Zacharias warned the woman, a fellow believer, if she ever spoke out against him, she would be responsible for millions of souls lost when his reputation was damaged. If this is the first time you've heard that, what, what do you think?
1: That I mean that's just a very clear description of a man in a position of power and using it to his benefit. like and that happens not just in like the church world like that men in power do that all the time. like that's a very com- which is so sad, but it's a very common situation. like that's not that's not an uncommon thing to happen. That was horrible. I can't like fathom. Like these poor women to be told you're going to be responsible for people not believing in Jesus if you speak out against what I've done. Like to have that type of weight, you know, like where they, I don't know.
0: Which is why I think a lot of them didn't like go super public, you know. And some did and and they just weren't believed. And I think people choose... Not to believe, like even when facts are presented, it's more it's more convenient to say no way. There's no way, right? The angles on you.
1: I I don't know. That's. I mean, that's why they say ninety percent of. I, I threw that number out, and that's probably not accurate. So some some percent, a very high percent of cases, rape cases, go unreported. Because in a context like that, they feel like it's their fault, whether they were told by their abuser that it was their fault um, or just society in general tells us that it's the female's fault. Um, So then, therefore, they they think everyone's going to look bad at me because this happened, or two, no one's going to do anything about it because it was my fault to begin with, so there's no point in reporting it. Which is horrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that is horrible. Like, yeah. should, like, should, I don't even want to go there. Don't. The way a female dresses does not give you the right as a man to do whatever the crap you want. Right. It doesn't. Grow up and learn self-control. Like, we have this perception that's like, oh, she was asking for it. No, no one asks for that.
0: Yeah, it's always presented as she was like the Proverbs 8 woman where she was the one luring him in. But like here, it looks like it's the other way around. Right. It's difficult. It's hard. Um, Here's what I want to bring to it. The quick response is, hey, that's why our faith is in Jesus. You know, and that's true. Our hope is is never in a man. But dang it. Rabbi should have been a better man. He should have been trust. He should have been trustworthy. You look at the elder qualifications. You look at what the pastor should be in the biblical text. It's not an easy job, but it's a worthy job. And you better hold yourself accountable. You better bring people in. And what is that if not great? If not for grace, so there I. So you know there go I or whatever the <laughs> phrase is. But like you know, it's like hey, you know those, it, you know like. Be wary or else you too will stumble. Like we all right. can fall into that. But at the same time, it's like he should have been trustworthy. It's not your fault that you're crushed by this because he 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 let us all down. So, yes, Jesus is our only hero. But at the same time, he really let us down. And it should have not been that way. Pastors, leaders should be trustworthy. But in this instance, he wasn't. And, you know, it's hard. I think um, – You know, in ministry, it's really easy to lose your first love because, you know, especially at his level, so many people just praised him and we're not built to be praised, you know? So that's why, like, I'm also, like we talked about to bring it back earlier, I'm grateful my channel has just had slow incremental growth. No man or woman was built to just be catapulted into stardom. Yeah. Um, Like I would rather like I was thinking about Doctor Morgan the other day. He's not this huge famous person, but like what he does is he's a dean at a college. He raises up pastors and sends them out. Raises up pastors and sends them out. Like to me, that's that's the life, right? Not having a bunch of million people at once, but having a great handful of people, leaders you're pouring pouring into, into. and then they go out and live the whole their whole life. I think that's just so great. Um, But the question that was asked. I think it's a great question and I would love everybody else's response here in the chat. Can you separate Raz, Ra, Ravi's teaching from Ra, Ravi's sin? Should I throw away all of his books?
1: Is that what that means? Not that like that's not pertaining to the whole like he's led all these people to to Jesus.
0: Right. Like um the work he did. Like he's brilliant. Like it's, it's hard to deny his brain and, and like the, the apologetic stuff that he would come up with. Right. Should we discount all of his work? How should we, should we throw it away? You don't have to have an answer, but do you have a thought?
1: I mean, my, my first thought is, do you discount all of our stuff? I mean, yes, he did this on a major level, but we we all are messed up. We all do things that we shouldn't have done. We all, you know what I mean? Like, there's.
0: Right, but like, is there a line?
1: of Like, you had to have committed a certain sin, and therefore I don't listen to your teaching anymore.
0: Right. Because the easy thing to go is like, well, Paul killed people, but that was before Christ. David committed adultery and murder. Right. And we were like, hey, he's great. Right. Lived a life of repentance. But we never got to see Rabbi repent. He kept it hidden his whole life. So there's something to that. It's true. I will say it makes it a whole lot harder for me to suggest it to somebody. Right. Makes it a whole lot harder because his whole ministry is about non-believers learning about Jesus. Hey, man, here, this is a great Rabbi book. They're going to come back. I just Googled Ravi Zacharias. Right. So I would say I would never hand him out again because it, it leads to more issues. But I'm not saying that to hide, you know, but it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard question to answer. Would I quote him publicly? I think if there is a truth here, actually, I think you're about to say that. We should evaluate it for truth. Scrutiny should be applied to it to ensure he wasn't sending the wrong message in a way that was missed based on his trusted status. Yeah, I would say. I mean, this is ske- like you kind of just said that this is sketchy because like I quote people I don't agree with, like I, I I've quoted right. Catholics on Sundays, whereas like this little sliver right here, this was killer. This was amazing, Ron Ruhlheiser. This is a great quote. There's a lot of stuff I don't agree with him with, but right here is good stuff, and so I think we we do kind of make a box where we're not allowed to, uh, you know, you got to be this, you got to believe these certain things, be perfect, and then I can quote you. So. I think that's a great question. I probably would, but then point to the fact that he is a failed sinner. Um, Maybe give context to him. Kind of like, hey, you know, just be mindful. I don't know. But the thing is, there's so many people who have written so many things. There's probably uh, something. um... Man, Yvonne brought up a good point. I had the same challenge with Jonathan Edwards, who owned slaves but was a brilliant theologian otherwise. How could he have been so right but so wrong? Man, that's so true. It's very difficult.
1: I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I just I have a hard time thinking like some major author, theologian, whatever they may be. Look at their whole life. Tell me they haven't done something absolutely horrible. Nine times out of ten, I mean, maybe not every single one of them, but the majority of them, because we're sinners. We're we, you know.
0: But it, don't you see the non believer is like, that's such a cop out.
1: So, like, we all you're just up. covering
0: for him. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, no, we believe in justice and, and righteousness and I don't
1: know, for sure. right and
0: wrong. But
1: I'm just saying that doesn't mean we just, we discount everything anyone's ever said.
0: It does take away, it does, it makes it messier. Let's just say. I think he would have sold a lot more books post. I think Ravi could have been somebody that was quoted 100 years from now if he didn't have this part in his life. But I think the fact that the way that he lived his life, I think um, he, won't has mu- he won't have as much of a legacy as he was going to have. Right. It's hard. But the thing is, is like there's songs that I really like, and I don't like the churches that are represented in those songs. Right. So like, what we've used for the song stuff is like, okay, does this song represent good theology? Does this song, will this song serve our church? That church probably won't. Their preacher, I don't like, but this band, this one song was good. Right. Keep, some people say, nope, no hill song, no mosaic, no, you know, just yeah. name your, no elevation. But it's like, but some of those songs are good. Right. So it's hard. It's hard. I I would say, man, I mean, it's like, but, like, if Ravi said, hey, at the very end of his life, there is no God. It's like, well, okay. Right. So it's hard. I don't know. It's a messy situation. Um, Man, also, as much as we all want to rail against cancel culture, we kind of have to cancel Ravi at this point. That's the hard part, too. Like, we hate cancel culture until it's like, well, maybe this was helpful. I don't know. It's so hard. oh. The person, uh, we need to wind down soon. It's past our bedtime, my love. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, um, we got people on the East Coast watching this. It's really late for them. Um,
1: You guys are amazing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: this has been so fun. I've never held this many people uh, at the same time. God still used, that's what's crazy. God did use Rabbi, regardless of his sin. And he uses us, despite our, our infirmities. But at the same time, man... I don't know. I think it's helpful for all, all of us to lament, to grieve, uh, to um, care for for the victims, and keep pushing the truth. Yeah, so when I turned I my life to ministries, it was by a pastor. I think he's still in jail. He wasn't in jail when I did it, but <laughs> his sermon was so stinking good, and God used it. Right. And it turns out he was using a pen with a camera and he would travel. He was a traveling evangelist, so he'd put it in the bathrooms and record stuff. Terrible. And you, as a one, see, this is what's interesting to me because I'm more of a gray area with some stuff. You're very black and white on some issues of morality. Yeah. So it's interesting for you to say, well, if there's truth in there, we can take that.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Steven said it's only 11.22. <laughs> yeah, to us, I don't think we've ever existed at 11.22. <laughs> we wake up at 5 every day, so, like, I don't know. Yep, God used even a donkey, and he uses us. But at the same time, we should be more above reproach. But there is temptation with power, and I think that's why sometimes, again, like, like, man, like God is gracious to a lot of us by not giving the kind of success that Robbie got because it can make us into terrible people. Right. Uh, Henry Nowen, and then I can start landing this plane. Henry Nowen talks about the big temptations are what we can do, what we can have, and what others think. And I think we love fame because it enables us. We're praised for what we can do. It gives us more of what we can have, and we hear more and more about what others think about us, and that leads towards all sorts of temptation and sin. Um, and that is, let me just say that too, that's the only thing, I guess that's one thing that I've I've always been fearful about with apologetics because it's so in the mind and it's not this holistic, and I, it's not always this way, but like you can so just like black and white, prove the existence of God, this and that, but like I just feel like a huge part of sharing the gospel is truly living the life of Jesus' follower, being intimate with the Lord and just trusting in the power of prayer to do things that we can never do. Um, so it's like uh, that's what's hard, like in Ravi's ministry, he could be not with the Lord, but it it, it never threw him off because it was just about answering questions. You know, like it was just about being smart enough to answer anybody's rebuttal. Right. But like so much of ministry is just like you have to be in the presence of the Lord, have him go before you or else this thing's not going to work at all. Yeah. So that's why I've enjoyed it recently, um, you know, uh, spiritual formation stuff, just really being engaged in the presence of God because we cannot do this without him. Um, yes, you're correct. Sin is the first thing from god uh, but thankfully jesus uh took sin on himself he made him who knew no sin to be sin so that we might become the righteousness of god second corinthians five twenty one so so grateful uh for Jesus I think we're reminded of that for sure uh let me that's a good point stephen um i do you uh you wanna reti- are you tired? I go to bed. Whatever you want. Thanks for coming, honey. All right, guys. Should we uh, should we keep this going on Friday nights? <laughs> Do you want to keep this going on Friday nights?
1: I'm the one who's been asking to come on your channel.
0: Oh, you're making it seem like you've been begging me. I don't know. How, you've 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 thrown just random like, hey, it'd be well, kind of cool. Yeah, I
1: know because I'm not just gonna like. I don't know. Put me on your channel.
0: You can be straightforward with me. Just be honest with your confessions, you know. You just want to be on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you guys haven't already, like this video. I love this, honestly. Thanks for the stream. Thanks, Chris. You really helped float this stream for a long time with all your questions. Appreciate you. Thank you. Look, somebody just liked it. I said say like I'm going bam. Wada go. ba, ta, 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 ta. This was fun. Appreciate y'all. If you want to be part of my Vlogger Ministry, uh, part of my Patreon, we hang out once a week. Why isn't this working? Did I break it? I don't know. Oh, it's like really small. I I broke it. Broke what? I must have done it when we were doing something else. Anyways, go to vloggerministry.com or it's on the link in the description. I think so. This is, uh, I went live without checking the description. com to join my Patreon. It is a growing community. About to have 45 people there. It is a fantastic group. And um, yeah, thank you uh, everybody who's been on here. Trey, share your YouTube channel with the wife. Okay, I will.
1: It's all right, guys. I'm going to get my own. so It's okay.
0: So will you let me go on yours? Yeah. That was way, that took way too long. You need to upload a video so I can, like, really start. Because, like, right now if you I search know. Cultivate Women Podcast, it doesn't show up because there's not a video the, yet. I,
1: I have, like, the link and it will take it to you Comment I did that.
0: Comment on, on this video somehow. And then, uh, yeah, so that would be great. But uh, is your first video going to be Monday?
1: I hope so. I mean, that's what the plan is.
0: Thank you, Larry. God bless you too, brother. All right, well, that we're holding you accountable. I changed my whole office for you and everything.
1: I know you do didn't you, want. You literally didn't want to do it.
0: It takes a lot of effort. Did you want that brick background as your background and all the lights over there? Have it is that on? too
1: much though? That that would mean every single time you have to change it.
0: I know, but babe, I just love you so much. I'm willing to sacrifice. Mm. I'm willing to sacrifice for you, darling. Because this mean, is it, my look, look over cool. here. I see. I got the say, Jesus put better. Me. Um. Well, you won't be able to fully tell because it'll be like, oops, it'll be more, oh gosh, I'm going to break this whole thing over here. Look, it's more like straight on. Oh, okay. You know?
1: Well, you know, I've got to wait for it to catch up.
0: <laughs> what do you guys think? Is that the look? Oh, that looks great. That put more lights cool. in the background? Yeah. I need to put more lights back there, but I think that would look great.
1: Yeah, I think that'll look really cool. I commented on the thing, but um, it's not a hyperlink. So, But they can go to my profile, right, if you click on me? Yeah. Is that how that works?
0: Dave Parks likes, likes the one lonely light. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that looks good, too, where the camera just is, you know. But <laughs> okay. in case you guys weren't sure, so that looks good. Guys, look. That's the goat. That's the goat right there, Michael Jordan.
1: I'll get on board with that one. I agree
0: that Michael Jordan's the goat. Yes. Is it? Is it only because his last name is Jordan? I mean, it's yeah. No. 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 I you think actually he don't was even great. like your name, so.
1: I don't. I don't like my name for a girl.
0: Yeah, or you could you wish it was spelled different.
1: Or it was spelled with a Y. Yeah, give me like Reception. something girly.
0: All right, cool. Appreciate you guys. Ooh. Oh, my my camera died. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys. We'll see you soon, and uh, we're out of here.